Hump Day in the Neighborhood, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Hope your week, your eclipse week, is going well. We have kind of a light day today, so this will not take too much of your time, but we will get set up for the rest of the week and into the weekend. We've got some juice in the chart tomorrow for sure, so you'll want to listen to tomorrow's episode to get your day started and tell a friend about the Fun Astrology Podcast as well. How was the eclipse for you? I've heard different things. Some people say it was super intense. Lots of deep inner spiritual work. Somebody in our Facebook page, and if you're not a member, come join us. You just have to answer a couple of questions. And we just do that because we want people who will engage and be part of the conversation. But somebody said that they were seeing the moon and then it went double. And the second one was sparkling and bouncing and dancing. Wow. And then she said that she had it again in a dream. I happened to be up. I went to bed really early Sunday night, and I was up when the uh, eclipse was happening. And it was partly cloudy here where I was. So in between whiffs of clouds, I was able to get some good views of it, put the binoculars on it, and uh, saw the shadowing. It was very slight where I was. But I also saw that double moon image. Now, it was four in the morning, (laughs) and I put my glasses on straight on my nose, and it went back to normal. Well, no, it really didn't. I actually saw that double image, but it was kind of fooling with my glasses. (laughs) It was kind of funny. But uh, I think there was some juice around this eclipse. Now, that energy will continue to play out for obviously six months. Those are the lunar cycles. So, you know, the theme around this was some angst, but I think there was some other juice in there because as we talked about on Monday, that Neptunian factor is just still too strong. Now, like I said, we'll have some energy in the chart back again tomorrow and on Friday for sure, and we'll set you up for the weekend. But I thought one of the other things we might take a look at is, again, this distinction. The big theme builders, those are the slower-moving planets. What are they? It starts with Jupiter. So Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Those are your big five. (laughs) The big five theme builders, those are the ones that move slow enough that what they represent, the energies they represent, get baked into our lives. The sportsters, the moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, those are the planets that generally trigger things that cause us, through synchronicity, to face those things, those themes, those energies represented by the the slower planets. And you can do a whole lot of astrological interpretation with just that right there. Follow the sportsters and know what kinds of themes they are trying to build. Well, last night I did that. I had a conversation with one of you and we were talking about this uh, cryptocurrency. This guy actually got involved in this or got excited about it after a reading that we did uh, about a year, year and a half ago. And yes, readings are open. Let me throw in the commercial. Readings are available, hour and a half, and it's on soulfoodtalks.com in the astrology box. If you go to the astrology shop there, then you will find the reading. 
A lot of people have also been picking up the Steve Forrest Sky Within report. Those are computer-generated. I have to do it manually, but I do them fast. You'll get it right back, and those are available in there as well. Plus, go on Audible and search for Thomas Miller, Fred Dodson, and Thomas Miller, Stephen Forrest. And there's my commercial. Now, back to our regularly scheduled programming. (laughs) Thank you. It uh, pays the bills. Oh, and while I'm just blatantly doing this, (laughs) there's a link on the show description which I haven't been doing very many of late because people say they can't find them. But there's a little link there where you can support the podcast with a cup of coffee. It's a really quick, easy little, you know, just throw three bucks into the can. Would be appreciated. Thank you for the love. So this guy was already in tech, and he got into this after uh, the reading suggested that there was more technology. And he was like, well, well, not where I am. I want something new. And he started looking at cryptocurrency. Now, on Monday... Here's big theme builder, big bass drum roll, please. Saturn hits 29 degrees of Capricorn, and that basically moves it into Aquarius. I mentioned on another episode that when Saturn hit 29 last spring is when Corona just the first time. So who knows? 29 is going to be a big eye watcher for us. That starts on Monday. But there's a ton of of energy in the Bitcoin chart in Aquarius. So when Saturn and then Jupiter move into Aquarius, right there at the border is the North Node. Also in the territory is Venus. So here's this theme of this disruptor, Saturn, getting ready to move into Aquarius to basically enter the North Node of destiny around finances, Venus, money, and then all of that squares Uranus in February for the first time, you see this big theme could, I'm just, I'm not predicting anything here. I'm just saying, wow, what an interesting setup. Venus, which rules Taurus, in Bitcoin's Aquarius, squaring Taurus, where there is Uranus, And I showed this guy where that same Saturn-Uranus square configuration existed in the 1930-31 time period, of course, which was right in the middle of the Great Depression. So I just found it very interesting that as we look at the next big theme that we are building toward, we're talking about Saturn and Jupiter moving into Aquarius, and that is going to really shift some things. Capricorn has been its own experience, but boy, we've got another totally unique astrological experience coming along after the first of next year. It's going to be exciting. We'll be right here with a front row seat on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Happy Hump Day. Bye.